Well, hello there, friends. Welcome to the Bookshelf Stories, where we share stories and scripture to stir little hearts. I am so pumped that you've joined us for today's story. And I would just say, if this is your very first time listening to the Bookshelf Stories, my big encouragement to you would be to stop this episode and go back to episode number one. Because in episode number one, you find out about the secret passage and the secret passage is so important to understand this episode. So please go back to episode one, start from there. It's this amazing story. We're so glad you're joining us. But for the rest of us who have been along on this journey, we're gonna join Hudson, Selah, and Levi on another adventure. So here we go. Now, you'll remember the, the last time on the bookshelf stories that Hudson, Selah, Levi, and their mom and dad Fred, the orange fox, and Margaret, the cat, they traveled down the ice cream river to where the river meets the sea in order to meet Jay, the wise camel. Now, if you'll remember, Jay is cousins with the lamb. Do you remember the lamb? Like the the lamb who made Bethel and the amazing mirror and who is the only one who can save Bethel from losing its light? Uh, Now, where did we leave off? Um, Oh, that's right. They were standing right there where the river meets the sea with Jay, the wise camel, and off in the distance, out on the sea, they saw, uh, what was it again? They saw something coming towards them. It was a, a boat, and on the boat, it was the lamb. In fact, Jay looked and pointed at the lamb and said, Behold, the lamb, here he is. He's coming. They were so excited. And so, this was the moment they'd been waiting for. This entire time, they were so excited. Now, the lamb calmly walked out over to where they were standing and said to them, "Um, Hey, Cousin Jay. Hey, Fred. Hey, Margaret. It's so wonderful to see you. Uh, Who are your friends here? Jay looked at his cousin, the lamb, and he said, This is Hudson, Levi, Selah, and their mommy and daddy. The family, um, if I could just be honest, they kind of nervously just waved hello to the lamb. Uh, they kind of were thinking and being a little bit confused. You see, when they were told that the lamb was the one who made all of Bethel, well, they didn't quite expect the lamb to be so small and cuddly and fluffy and cute. I mean, if this lamb was supposed to be the one who made all of Bethel and was as powerful as Jay the Wise Camel said he was, then they were kind of expecting someone a little bit bigger and stronger looking. I mean, have you ever seen a picture of a lamb? They're tiny. How could this lamb save all of Bethel, they wondered. Well, the lamb looked at the family as they awkwardly waved toward him. And the lamb said, well, don't just wave at me. Bring it in. I'm a hugger. So this white fluffy coat of mine, this will make a great an amazing, hugging, incredible blanket around you. And so come on in, give me a hug. And so one by one, they went in for a hug. And the lamb was right. He did feel amazing. I mean, that fur, that coat was super fluffy. But they were still confused as to how this fluffy lamb was so powerful and was supposed to be this great hero. The lamb looked at them and said, well, how did you guys get to Bethel? And daddy went in to explain about the house that they bought and the bookshelf that Selah found and the secret passage it opened when they pulled the golden book and the lamb responded, hmm, that's interesting. It sounded like the lamb had more to say about this, but he just kept it to that for now. Jay interrupted, well, where did you sail in from, lamb cuz? 
Uh, I was spending time in one of the six other lands beyond the sea, the lamb said. But the moment that the gray frog touched the mirror, I knew I needed to come back to Bethel. It's as if the lamb already knew everything that had happened. Fred looked at the lamb and said, Great, so you're here to restore the light to Bethel? That's right, said the lamb. That's the plan. Well, all right, let's do this thing, Fred said. Well, the lamb said, first, I have to show this wonderful family that's visiting us something very special. That sounds fun, Levi said. Where are we going? To a hidden garden, the lamb responded, at the top of the mountain right behind you. So they all turned around, looked behind them, and stared up at a super tall mountain. So tall that the top of the mountain was up in the clouds. Well... We're going to go to a hidden garden? How are we going to climb up this super tall mountain? Mommy asked. It looks kind of dangerous and scary. The lamb looked at Mommy and said, You don't have to be afraid. There's a path that I've cleared out that takes you right to the top of the mountain. And plus, I'll be with you. Um, okay, we'll go, Mommy said. The lamb looked at his other friends and he said, Jay, Margaret, Fred, you guys stay here and we'll come back to you in a few days. And for some reason, it's like Mommy and the rest of the family knew that it would be okay for them to go up the mountain with the lamb. And that's exactly what they did. They hiked up the mountain for three straight days. It was a long journey. So you might ask, like, what did they eat on their way up the mountain? Well, all throughout the mountain, on the trail that the lamb had carved out, there were trees along the path that had delicious fruit. And there was even some vegetables along the way so that they were able to eat. And the lamb told them all, sort and all sorts of stories on the way. He told them a little bit more about who he was and what he's done. He told them more about Bethel, about these incredible stories he's experienced. Well, maybe one day I'll tell you about some of the stories he shared. But for now, on the third day of their hike, they finally made it to the top of the mountain and arrived in this beautiful, amazing garden. It was full of the most incredible fruit and plants, and all of the family was amazed. Well, I know that this is kind of new to you all, the lamb said. And I also know that I look like a small, fluffy, weak lamb. It's as if the lamb kind of knew what they were all thinking. And I know that you all noticed this when I first got to the shore, the lamb said. And it's true. I am a small and fluffy and cuddly and in some ways I'm weak but I'm also more than these things the lamb said a lot more and that's why I brought you here to the hidden garden at the top of the tallest mountain in all of Bethel now do you remember the amazing mirror the lamb asked Hudson responded really quick to the lamb of course I remember it that was the place where when I was having a bad day and someone called me a mean name I stood in front of the mirror and it showed me the truth who I really am and my face shined in the sun like it was the sun in this mirror and I saw myself with a crown dressed like a prince very good Hudson the lamb said that's the amazing mirror this hidden garden in the clouds is where that amazing mirror comes from and the reason it even has the power to show you the truth is because it comes from this special place this garden also has the power to show you the truth I'm a little lamb and I am very fluffy but that's not all of who I am. I've brought you here because I wanted to show you the truth about who I am. Would you guys like to see the truth? Now everyone in the family wanted to say yes, 
But something inside them was also a little nervous for some reason. What did the lamb mean by all of this? What would happen if he showed them the truth about who he really is? Mommy, Daddy, Selah, Hudson, and Levi all looked at each other and nodded. And they said together, yes, show us. And what happened next is hard to explain with words. So I'm going to try my best. But all of a sudden, the lamb started to shine. Brighter and brighter. And you remember how Hudson's face shone in the mirror when he stood in front of it, the amazing mirror? Well, the lamb started to shine, not just in his face, but all over. And it wasn't like Hudson's shine. It was brighter. It was as bright as the sun, the brightest light they'd ever seen. It was so bright that the family had to close their eyes and use their hands to shield their face. It was so bright. And then as the light got brighter and brighter coming from the lamb, the ground underneath them started to shake like an earthquake was coming. And then the wind started blowing and rushing quickly at their faces. Selah and Mommy's hair was blowing crazy in the wind. They were starting to feel a little bit scared, afraid, amazed, and in awe and wonder all at the same time. And then the wind stopped. The ground was still. And together they all slowly opened their eyes as they realized the light started to fade. And they looked up and standing there in front of them was the little fluffy lamb with its cute cozy coat. And together, they decided to walk down the trail, down the mountain. And for some reason, no one really talked on the way down the mountain. Everyone just couldn't stop thinking about what they just saw in the hidden garden at the top of the mountain. They couldn't stop thinking about who the lamb really is. And when they finally got to the bottom and reunited with the others, they were eager to know what happened. What did they see at the hidden garden? Fred asked, So what did you guys see at the top of the mountain in the hidden garden? And after a few quiet seconds, again, everybody couldn't even put to words what they just experienced. Selah all of a sudden broke the silence. We saw the truth. We saw who the lamb really is. Levi said, yeah, it's like now we know that the lamb is the only one who can restore the light to Bethel. Well, how are you so sure now that the lamb is the only one who can do that? Fred asked. Hudson said, well, it's because of what we saw. It's almost like the lamb is the light, like all light comes from him. And if he made the light once, he can make it again. The lamb, with a smile on his face, looked at all of his friends and said, well then, Are you guys ready to go on our mission to restore the light to Bethel? Everyone shouted with a loud, yes! The lamb said, well then, we have to go back upstream on the Ice Cream River. Let's go! And you'll have to join us on the next episode to find out their next step on their mission to save Bethel. But think about what happened in our story today. When they first saw the lamb, they just couldn't believe that this was the super powerful hero lamb that made all of Bethel. He was just so tiny and cute and fluffy. How could it be so powerful? But then when they went to the hidden garden, they were able to see who he truly was. And then after they saw the lamb like that, they never doubted how powerful he was again. Well, did you know that when Jesus was on earth, There were many people who thought something similar. 
There are many people who said things like, there's no way this could be God's promised king. There's no way this Jesus, who was from this little town called Nazareth, who lived and grew up, there's no way he's this great hero. He can't be the son of God. But here's what the Bible tells us about Jesus. In Colossians chapter 1, verses 15 and 16, it says this, He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For in him all things were created. I'm going to read that one more time. Again, this is describing Jesus. Jesus is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For in him all things were created. Jesus is the image of God. Do you remember a few episodes back we read Genesis 1:27? It talked about how God made people in his image. Well, here Colossians chapter 1 is teaching us something really important that Jesus is the image of God. That though God is invisible, we can't really see God like we would see a tree in front of us, or a fire hydrant, or a store, or a car. God is invisible, but Jesus is the one who shows us what God is like. That means if you want to know what God is like, and what God thinks, and how God views you, all you have to do is look to Jesus. He shows us what God is like. Colossians 1.16 says that in Jesus all things were created, so He made you. That brings us to the big idea for today. This is the part that I want to share with you and I want you to repeat back after me here in a second, okay? Hope you're ready for it. But here's the big idea. It's that Jesus is God and human. I'm going to say it again. Jesus is God and human. Now it's your time to repeat it after me. Okay, here we go. I'm going to say it, then you repeat it back to me. Jesus is God and human. Very good. Now, that's pretty hard for us to understand because we're just humans. And unlike Jesus, we didn't create the whole universe. We didn't create stars and planets and suns and people and grasshoppers. But Jesus did. Jesus made all those things. Jesus is God and human. So if you're ever curious and want to know, I wonder what God is like, or I wonder what God thinks about me, look to Jesus and he'll show you. There were many people who just looked past Jesus because from the outside, just kind of like the little lamb, they thought there's no way that this could be the powerful savior. There's no way this could be the son of God. But remember, people always look on the outside, but God sees the inside. Jesus is human and God. He's the powerful, mighty creator. He loves you and is for you. So think about that truth today. Jesus is human and God. Well, that's all for today, friends. You'll have to join us next time on the Bookshelf Stories because next time we get together, the whole group is going to travel back up the Ice Cream River on their mission to restore the light back to Bethel. And I have a feeling they may be looking for the gray frog. Remember the gray frog, the one who touched the mirror and caused all of these problems to begin with? Will they do it? Will the lamb save the day? Well, we're going to find out soon. And parents, if you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening on. Uh, Give us a rating. We'd love your feedback and your reviews help us get the word out. Also, if there's a family you know with little ones like yours, we'd love for you to share this content with them as well. And if you appreciate and enjoy this devotional content for kids, click the subscribe button so that you don't miss an episode. That's all for now. We'll see you next time on The Bookshelf Stories.